0: Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Hello, hello, hello. How are you? Are we all good? I hope so. Well, I'm not at work today because um, my little girl, well, um, not quite so little girl, is going up to her new school My son is going up to his new school and my little baby boy is starting school for the first time. So I just wanted to make sure that everybody got where they were supposed to go and on time and all everything goes smoothly. So um, we shall see. We shall see if it does. Um, I must apologise because I I asked a question yesterday and I was a day early for asking it. Um, only Jasper mentioned it. He said it was Sunday where he was. Well, it's Sunday where I was as well. So I'm not quite sure why I was asking questions about um, school as uh, so I did that a day early. So the question today is how did your first day of school go? Um, So I do apologise for yesterday. (laughs) I got a bit muddled. Um, And uh, Harrison, thank you so much for sending me um, a photo and a video saying thank you for the stories. Um, And a a photo of all your your Christmas presents, no, birthday presents. You had lots and a balloon with a picture on it as well. Um, so I hope you had the best day yesterday, um, and, uh, you definitely got some really good presents, I could see them all there, lots of big pile of them, (laughs) right, let's get on shall we, I don't know, um, right, uh, The riddle from yesterday, um, what was it? It was, they have not flesh, nor feathers, nor scales, nor bone, yet they have fingers and thumbs of their own. Well, who got it right? Jasper, you got it right. Um, you said it was a glove. And Andrew, you got it right as well and said it was a glove. Somebody, I can't remember who it was. In fact, I didn't write it down who it was. Um, said it was a ghost, actually. That could have been the right answer, couldn't it? A ghost. Uh, so yes, um, although it's not right, I'll give you a point for that because it could, could have been. And you also sent me so many hearts, um, that I couldn't even count them. There were loads of them, all different colours, and I loved them. Thank you very much for sending me hearts, um. So let's have a look, um. Andrew, thank you for your riddle. Um, we'll do that one tomorrow if that's okay with you. Um, we have one today from is it from? Emily! So, Emily, um, your riddle is, uh, Mary's parents have five daughters and no sons. Their daughters are called Katie, Lily, Sophia and Victoria. What is the fifth daughter called? Hmm... What do you think? So, um, answers, please. Oh, my goodness me. Right. Fun fact. Now, this is one that you can try, okay? You know when your mum or your dad points, um, like, the little key fob thing that uh, off their key for their car? They point it at the car and they're just a little bit out of range just a tiny bit out of range um you have to walk towards it before it actually beeps and opens the car okay but did you know that if you point it to your head it extends the range the signal range so if it doesn't um, If you're pointing it at the car and it doesn't go off, try pointing it at your head and see if it's still if it actually goes off because it increases the signal range. I think you should try it. I've tried it and it does work. So. <laughs> I don't know what people were thinking, you know, my neighbours were probably thinking, what is that silly woman doing, standing there with her keys in her hand, looking at her car, pointing the remote thing to her head. Probably looked a bit daft, but it worked. So, that's all that matters. I tested it out and it worked. (laughs) Um, right, so yesterday's true-false question was, is it true or false, the Penny Black is an old-fashioned queen? Is that true or is it false? Now I've heard of the Penny Black, never seen one, but I've heard of it. Um, It's actually false because it was an old-fashioned stamp. I think it was the first stamp ever made, Not not a coin. So, there you go. A Disney fun fact today. See if we know this one. True or false? Donald Duck's middle name... Is Fauntleroy so it's Donald Fauntleroy duck? Is that true or is that false? Mm. (laughs) Well, 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 um, I don't know. It could be true or maybe it's just a joke you tell me <laughs> now let's have a look so no that's the wrong page I'm looking at different things so um, Mia you asked me a very interesting question actually and I broke my Google um, when I googled the question So I'm going to have to uh, I'm going to have to get back to you on it because um, I asked the question to Google and it broke. It just wouldn't come up with anything. Um, It just went, no, web page not available. I was like, oh, okay. so I'm going to have to get back to you on the question. But I think it's a very, very good question. I didn't I've never even thought about it before so it's very good and um I will sort the answer out for you believe me um Sienna you sent me a message with lots of different faces um emoji faces loved them all I really do um love all those faces in your message that was lovely so actually I got um two messages one that had lots and lots of different faces and what's lot one that had lots and lots of hearts um so I was very very lucky this um this time because I had all these messages that um hearts and faces and even kisses which is really lovely so Harrison loved his um uh the Mr Men story yesterday that we read uh so which I'm glad about Let's find out what days it is. So, it is Labour Day. And that is a shout out to all the hard-working people, men and women, who bring creativity and innovation to their jobs. (laughs) I'm not sure that that's me. Um, I bring hard work, but I don't know about creativity and innovation although um i bring that to um my own little business my um fairy tale knits uh where i knit because that's all creativity isn't it anyway um mouth guard day Hmm. does anybody have to wear a mouth guard for anything i know they they tend to wear them for rugby and um, things like that. Uh, but do you have to wear a mouth guard for anything at all? Um, if you do, it's National Mouth Guard Day. Some people wear them at night to stop them from grinding their teeth. Um, I tend to grind my teeth, but not enough to need a mouth guard. It is National Macadamia Nut Day i do like macadamia nuts i must admit this is the next one is got to be a really good one for every one of us okay so today is national eat an extra dessert day so Whatever you get for dessert today, you have to eat two of them because that's what the day is all about. So when you go back for seconds, you can say you have to have seconds. It's it's the law. <laughs> Sarah says I'm so going to get myself into trouble one of these days. Um, and it's National Wildlife Day. So there we go, National Wildlife Day. Um, It's Beyonce's birthday today, so, um, you know, Beyonce the singer? It is her birthday today, so there you go. Um, Right. Oh, my goodness. I'm up very early today because um, I've got lots of uh, uniforms to, uh, you know, Dress children in uniforms and breakfast make sure they've got good breakfasts to go in for their first day and um oh my goodness, I've got so many things to do um but I'm just gonna have a coffee before I do anything else <laughs> I need a coffee um so yes, I have lots of lots of work to do today uh luckily, I do not have um Work, work. I just have work at home. So, uh, let's crack on with a story. I think we ought to go back to the Enchanted Wood and find out if they are actually going to rescue Joe from the land of ice and snow so here we go we've got to chapter 10 and it's called the battle of the bears and if you remember they all went to Goldilocks and the three bears house and did a little bit of a magical spell and found themselves and the cottage oh excuse me hiccups in the land of snow and ice. So here we go. Goldilocks, the three bears, the girls, and Moonface all went out of the little cottage. <gasps> How strange it seemed to see roses blossoming over the walls when ice and snow lay all around. The thing is. ''Where do we go to find the polar bears?'' said Goldilocks. ''Over there, towards the sun,'' said the father bear. Beth and Franny were surprised to see both the moon and the sun shining in the sky. They followed the father bear, slipping and sliding and holding on to one another. It was very cold.'' And their noses and toes felt as if they were freezing. Suddenly they saw the little snow house that Joe had built for the magic snowman. Look, said the father bear, we'd better make for that. But before they got there a big white figure squeezed itself out of the snow house and saw them. It was the magic snowman. As soon as he saw the three bears and the others, he began to shout loudly in a windy, snowy voice, Enemies! Enemies! Hey bears, come and send off the enemies! We're not enemies, yelled Moonface. And Goldilocks ran forward to show the snowman that she was a little girl. But Moonface pulled her back. He did not trust that old snowman. The snowman bent his big fat body down and picked up great handfuls of snow. <gasps> he threw one at Goldilocks. She ducked down and it passed over her head and hit the baby bear. Ouch! he said, and sat down in a hurry. Then everything happened at once. A crowd of white polar bears hurried out of their underground home to help the snowman, and soon the air was full of flying snowballs. The snow was hard and the balls hurt when they hit anyone. It wasn't a bit of good shouting that they were friends, not enemies. Nobody heard them. And soon there was a fierce battle going on. Oh dear, gasped Beth, trying her best to throw straight. This is dreadful. We shall never rescue Joe by behaving like this. But there really didn't seem anything else to be done. After all, if people are fighting you, you can't do much but defend yourself. And the three bears and the girls and Moonface felt very angry at having hard snowballs thrown at them. Smack! Thud! Biff! Squish! The The snowballs burst as they hit and soon there was a great noise of angry oomphs from the white bears and ooches from the big three bears and yells from the children and screeches from Moonface who acted as if he was mad, hopping about and yelling and kicking up the snow as well as throwing it. His big round face was a fine target for snowballs and he was hit more than anybody else. Poor Moonface. Now, whilst this fierce battle was going on, where do you suppose Joe was? As soon as he heard the cry of, ''Enemies! Enemies!'' he had hidden in a corner, for he did not want to be mixed up in any kind of fight. When he saw the big bears going out and he was left all alone, he began at once to think of escaping. He crept the hole that led above ground. The battle was some way off, so Joe did not see that the enemies were really his own friends. If he had, he would have gone to join them at once. What a terrible noise they're all making, he thought. Sounds like a battle between gorillas and bears to me. I'm not going anywhere near them. I'd be eaten up or something. I shall just run hard the opposite way and hope I'll meet someone to help me. So, Joe dressed in his big white woolly coat and looking just like a little white bear himself, crept off over the ice and snow, not seen by anyone. He ran as soon as he thought he was out of sight. He ran and he ran and he ran. But he met nobody. Not a soul was to be seen. Only a lonely seal lay on a shelf of ice. But even he dived below as soon as he saw Joe. And then Joe stopped in the greatest astonishment and stared as if his eyes would fall out of its head. He had come to the cottage of the three Mares, standing all alone in the middle of the ice and snow. And, of course, its roses were still blooming around it, scenting the air. "'I'm dreaming,' said Joe. "'I simply must be dreaming.' "'A cottage with roses here in the middle of the snow?' Well, I shall go and see who lives there. Perhaps they would give me something to eat and let me rest, for I am very hungry and tired. He knocked at the door. There was no answer. He opened the door and went in. How he stared! There was no one to be seen at all, but on the table stood... Three bowls of steaming porridge. One big, one middle-sized and one small. It was rather dark so Joe lighted a big candle on the table. Then he sank down into the biggest chair. But it was far too big and he got up again. He sat down in the next size chair, but that was too piled up with cushions and he got up to sit in the smallest chair. That was just right and Joe settled down comfortably. But alas, his weight was too much for it and the chair broke to bits beneath him. He looked at the delicious porridge. He tasted the porridge in the biggest bowl. Oh, it was much too hot and burnt his tongue. He tasted the next bowl. But that was far too sweet. But when he tasted the porridge in the little bowl, just right. So, Joe ate it all up. Oh, but then he felt so sleepy that he thought he really must rest. So, he went into the bedroom and lay down on the biggest bed. Oh, but it was far too big and went down in the middle so he tried the middle-sized one but that was far too soft. So Joe lay down on the cot and that was so small and warm and comfortable that he fell fast asleep. All this time The snowball battle was going on. The snowman was so big and the polar bears were so fierce that very soon the three bears, the children and Moonface were driven backwards. Then a snowstorm blew up and the snow fell so thickly that it was quite impossible to see anything. Moonface called out in alarm. Bears, Goldilocks, Beth, Franny, take hold of each other's hands at once and don't let go. One of us might easily be lost in the storm. Everyone at once took hands. The snow blew into their faces and they could see nothing. Bending forwards, they began to walk carefully away, from the white bears who had stopped fighting now and were trying to find out where their enemies were. "'Don't shout or anything,' said Moonface. "'We don't want the white bears to hear us in case they take us prisoners. "'They might not listen to the three bears. "'Move off and we'll look for some sort of shelter till this storm is over.'" They were all very miserable. They were cold, they were frightened, and they were lost. They stumbled over the snow, keeping hold of one another's hands firmly. They went on and on, and suddenly Goldilocks shook off Moonface's hand and pointed in front of them. A light! She said in astonishment, everyone stopped. Hey, I say it's our cottage, shrieked the baby bear in surprise and delight. But who's inside? Someone must have lighted the candle. They all stared at the lighted window. Who was inside the cottage? Could the magic snowman have found it? (gasps) Or the polar bears? Was it an enemy inside or a friend? Phew! blew the wind and the snowflakes fell thickly on everyone as they stood there, wondering. Oh! shivered Moonface. We shall get dreadful coals standing out here in the snow. Oh! Let's go in and find out who's there. So... The father bear opened the door, and one by one, they all trooped in, looking round the empty room, half afraid. Woo, 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 woo. So, tomorrow we will find out all about, well, tomorrow if we read this story again we'll find out if they actually rescue joe and they all get home safely what do you think <laughs> anyway oh my goodness me i have to get all my children sorted for school and i'm sure that whether you're if you're listening in the morning You have also got to get sorted for school. And if you're listening in the evening, you will um, have had an amazing, awesome day at school. So let me know, because the question is the same, (laughs) because it's the right day to ask it today. Uh, So let me know. What kind of day you had? If you it was your first day in a new school or first day in a new class, okay. Um, But until then, you just make sure that whatever you do today, you take care and stay safe. And I'll see you all again tomorrow, have I for now.